So a little background. I have always been a hopeless romantic, and I have always longed for love of the romantic variety. Though I got through high school, college, and through a lot of my 20s without ever having a boyfriend, my heart had known many wounds. Never knowing who might be the one for me, if I liked a guy, I generally got around to letting him know. This was always met with me getting hurt. I had to watch my friends date, and even a friend I'd had since middle school who was the same age as me, I watched her get married and start having children. But me, it seemed like I was forever single, and that hurt very much. One day, I just couldn't take it anymore, and I approached God with tears in my eyes. I said, God, this will be the last time I pray about this. I can't keep praying for something that, that I'm just not receiving. It hurts too much. I trust that you have someone for me, and I know that it will happen in your timing and not mine. If you want me to learn patience, then I will learn to be patient. I took my pain, I gave it to him, and I walked away from it. My romantic future was left in his hands. Exactly one week from that day, I started writing in my journal about a man I worked with. About two months later, we went on our first date, and less than two years later, we were married. We've now been married for eight and a half years. Anyone who knows my husband, JR, knows God couldn't have had a better match for me. And when I think back on those guys that said no to me, I see God's plans are better than my own. God had kept me from men who might have kept me from coming to faith at the age of 24, could have turned me away from God after I came to faith, cheated on me, etc. God had kept me safe, and when I finally trusted him with the matter, he opened my eyes to the one that he had planned me to be with all along. God is good. For the second time in my life that I want to talk about, we have to fast forward. JR and I were married and wanted very much to start a family. To say I became obsessed with my desire for a child almost seems like an understatement. My heart ached with it, and as more and more months went by, I even started to wonder if maybe something was wrong with one of us. Then late on April 1st, also known as April Fool's Day, I got my positive pregnancy test. However, this wasn't the joyful moment that I had hoped for in my mind. I had been experiencing bleeding for nine days at that point. When I saw the positive test, I fell to the floor, crying out to God, asking, if I'm pregnant, why am I bleeding? The next day was a Saturday, so I could not go see my normal doctor. I went instead to the ER, and I was told that everything seemed fine, and the best thing to do for now was to hold on to hope. I was to go to the hospital in two days to get my pregnancy hormone level checked. It would be a good sign if the amount doubled. It did double, in fact, perfectly doubled. My bleeding stopped, and I started to have pregnancy symptoms, all positive signs. But a few days later, I began bleeding again, and my pregnancy symptoms went away. I tried very hard to hold on to hope. The next pregnancy hormone level test showed what I had feared, that it was a miscarriage. My doctor told me the bleeding would stop on its own, but if it didn't by a certain date, I had to go see her. Three hard weeks passed, and I had not yet stopped bleeding, so I saw my doctor. She was concerned that the pregnancy hormone was still present, so she sent me to an ultrasound. After seeing the pictures, she informed me that I had an ectopic, also called a tubal pregnancy, and that my fallopian tube was so distended that it could rupture at any moment. I was rushed into surgery. My husband made it to the hospital with only enough time to kiss me and reassure me that God was with me. Then I was off to the OR. 
When I came around after the surgery, I asked if they had been able to save my fallopian tube and found that they had not been able to. Between the loss of my fallopian tube, which would make it impossible to get pregnant some months, and another problem I learned that I had, getting pregnant a second time seemed even more impossible. That, coupled with mourning my child that was now in heaven, I entered the darkest time of my whole life. I was grateful for the name God supplied for our heavenly child, Faith, but I wanted her with me. I remember times of crying so hard I couldn't stop choking on my sobs, and I wondered if the emotional pain truly would kill me. During this time, I felt God's presence, comfort, and provision more than any other time of my life. I truly believe that God reached into my chest and massaged my heart, making it beat manually until the day it could start beating on its own again. After I was healed from surgery, we began hoping for another baby. With each month that passed, it got harder to bounce back from the disappointment of finding out yet again that it wasn't meant to be. I would be hardcore depressed for two or three days. There was a month I left the house to run for a gallon of milk we needed, and I imagined driving into oncoming traffic. I couldn't take the pain anymore. Usually my prayer for a child involved reminding God that he knew we would be good parents and that we would raise the child to know him. During that next month, my daily prayer reminded God of Matthew 7-7, which says, Ask, and it will be given you. I reminded him that I trusted his word to be true and that I had asked what felt like hundreds of times for a baby. I was showing my trust that because I had asked with faith, he would give me my heart's desire. That month, I finally got the positive pregnancy test moment that I had always dreamed of. When I saw it, my heart soared to new heights, and I excitedly jumped up and down. We're talking full-on crazy for like a couple of minutes, like screaming and just so excited. Um, and then I became very sober and, melt, and knelt down before this beautiful portrait we have of Jesus in our bedroom. I thanked God and reaffirmed right then and there that we would raise the child for him. Because I was missing one fallopian tube, I had to go in for a very early ultrasound to make sure it wasn't another tubal pregnancy. I was very confident that everything was right this time. However, the ultrasound technician had me very worried because she was acting strangely and needed confirmation from someone else. While she was gone, I prayed, please, please Lord, not again, not another miscarriage. After the second technician left, after confirming what the first one saw, the first one announced, you have two in there, you're having twins. There was a bit of shock at first, but then I laughed. She asked if I was surprised, and I replied, not really. See, it was just like with my husband. I gave my trust in that matter fully to God, and he gave an awesome answer to prayer. I want to encourage with these stories that God cares, especially in the trials. I know he cried when I cried, and he rejoiced right along with me when I rejoiced. He's got a plan, and he's got promises all through scripture that are for you and for me. And when we fully trust him, it allows him to move room, he, it allows him the room to move mountains and perform miracles.